0: Welcome to the Friday Five, a series in which we cover five stories in health and science research over the previous week that you may have missed. There are plenty of controversies and ethical issues in science, and we get into many of them in our online magazine. But There are also lots of stories to be excited about, and this news roundup is focused on scientific work to give you a therapeutic dose of inspiration headed into the weekend. Tis the season to be jolly, and if you're like most Americans, really stressed out. With the holidays upon us, there are two new findings about stress this week, one about healthy stress, and the other one could explain how to manage stress in a way that you might not have heard of. First up, researchers at the University of Georgia looked into the amount of stress that's good for you. Everyone knows that too much of it can derail health, leading to cardiovascular disease, migraines, and the list goes on. Stress can actually change the brain's structure, reducing the amount of gray matter that supports good decisions and control over one's own behavior. But the Georgia scientists are interested in the effect of lower levels of stress, and even healthy stress. They did a deep dive into MRI brain scans of over 1,000 people, and then these same people answered a set of questions good for diagnosing stress. The ones who were found to have some stress, low to moderate amounts, according to their replies, had more activity in the brain areas that are responsible for short-term memory. Things like remembering someone's name or where you left the turkey gravy. As for people with high stress, for example, if they reported unexpected events had often upset them in the past month, their activity in those same brain areas went down. There was also a link between moderate stress, but not too much, and having good social networks. Another reason to be grateful for the friends and relatives you celebrated Thanksgiving with, even if they were sort of a pain in the butt yesterday. And if you've been feeling more than a little stressed out, you might take a hard look at the cold cuts and french fries you've been reaching for. Research out of the University of Edinburgh this week found a new culprit in anxiety, the salt shaker. In the past, it's been estimated we get about 50% more salt than the body needs. And processed foods are a huge driver of this. All that salt can lead to heart attacks, strokes, and other problems. But the psychological effects haven't been studied as much. For their study, the Edinburgh researchers looked at excess salt in mice— since they're generally good models for how things work in humans. The researchers gave one group of mice the heavy salt that's typical of SAD, the standard American diet, and they gave the other group a healthier amount. Over a period of weeks, the scientists saw big upticks in stress hormones among the salt tooth mice, even when they were going about their normal daily activities. When the scientists put them in stressful situations, their stress went way higher than the control group dealing with the same challenges. Basically, the research team found that when you have too much salt, the brain chemicals for stress get dialed up, and this salty diet can impair the chemicals that would help with controlling these negative feelings. The Edinburgh scientists are now looking to study how their findings relate to conditions like anxiety and depression. But in the meantime, this winter, keep in mind that blizzards might not be the only white downfalls causing your stress. Next up, researchers at King's College Hospital have reported a breakthrough in the fight against brain cancer, or glioblastoma. When they targeted this cancer with immunotherapy, using the immune cells from patients who have this type of cancer, the patients lived many months longer. It's not a cure, but it's an important step because you have to go back to 1995 for the last time scientists were able to extend survival for people with recurring cases of glioblastoma, and back to 2005 for the last time we extended life for first-time cases. The treatment consisted of a vaccine that's personalized to each patient, mining their blood for their immune cells. Then in the lab, scientists exposed these cells to the patient's tumors, like FBI agents teaching dogs how to sniff out bombs. After they'd been trained up, these cells were injected back into the patients and studied for over eight years. Among 300 people, those who had this brain cancer for the first time managed to survive an average of 19 months, compared to 16 for those who didn't get the cell injections. The researchers saw more benefit to those with a worse prognosis, as those with recurring cases lived five months longer than the control group. And the longest survivor with the cell injections made it past the eight-year mark. In fact, 13% of people with this treatment lived over five years. The study was published in JAMA Oncology. The next step, say the scientists, is to build on this success by continuing to refine immunotherapy for this type of brain cancer and to apply the same approach to other types of brain tumors. In the case of liver cancer, when it needs to be operated on, a surgeon goes in through the abdomen, just below the ribcage, to remove the tumor. The surgeons have some serious competition, though, as a new study in JAMA surgery shows that when robots operated on liver tumors, the patients had shorter hospital stays, fewer trips to the intensive care unit, and lower rates of liver failure. After two years, people who'd gone under the robot knife had the same survival rate as those who'd been operated on by a human. Because the robot version of the surgery poses less risk of serious complications, the research team thinks it could open up this treatment to patients who come into the surgery with more risk. Plus, human surgeons can't compete with robots when it comes to their magnified 3D vision, which can map the tumors by tracking light emitted by the patients after they've been injected with a fluorescent green dye. If you're still not super excited about a cousin of your Roomba fishing around in your body, Note that the scalpel-wielding bots can apply their instruments with more stability and flexibility than humans. They're certainly more expensive to use, but if, as the study suggests, they result in shorter post-surgery hospital stays, that would be a huge driver of cost savings for hospitals. Next up in the Friday Five, there's more research this week on specific ingredients to add to your diet to keep your mind's razor-edge. For about seven years, scientists at Rush University Medical Center have been following about 1,000 people, averaging 80 years old, with no signs of dementia, asking them on a yearly basis what kinds of food they're eating. They also tested brain health using a score that sums up almost 20 different tests of cognition, and the researchers adjusted for other factors besides diet that might explain outcomes, such as whether people smoked cigarettes. The findings published in the journal Neurology show a link between preserving great brain health and having foods and drinks that are high in an antioxidant called flavanols. Flavanols are found in plant pigments, and this isn't the first study to suggest diets rich in vegetables are good for the brain. But this study reinforces that theory, and it gets into some interesting findings about the specific flavanols that could give the greatest benefit. There are four different kinds of flavanols, and the one with the strongest link to brain health, called camphorol, is found in kale, beans, tea, spinach, and broccoli. Another thing that jumps out at me is that the only food that's in each of the four flavanol categories is the tomato. And tea drinkers will be happy to hear that it's in three of the four categories, while only one fruit, the pear, makes one of the categories. Important reminder here is that this study shows some interesting links but does not prove that having these foods causes better brain health. There's also the issue that people had to remember the foods they were eating. Maybe not the greatest thing for a study attempting to figure out whose memories are working well. And in an honorable mention this week, scientists at Texas A&M may have found a new way to help people recover from strokes by injecting them with cells provided by younger people from their intestines. In an animal study, the research team found that these transplants led to large improvements in cognition and risk of death after a stroke. This could be an important finding because two out of every three people who have strokes will suffer cognitive problems, and one-third end up with dementia. At this point, you might be wondering what the intestines have to do with this. Well, in addition to affecting the brain, strokes very quickly affect our guts, making them weaker so more of the toxic materials inside them can get through to the bloodstream. Previous research has shown that stem cells can help with fixing these issues with the gut, so it makes sense that this approach was helpful following strokes. The Texas A&M researchers also tried to use stem cells from older donors, but they didn't have any effect, suggesting the stem cells do need to come from younger donors. The scientists will now focus on finding the right dose, and when exactly to give it, to maximize the benefits before studying it in humans. As always, you can find links to each study I've discussed this week in the show notes. And please check out the Leaps.org magazine online, where you can learn about the latest and most important challenges and developments in science, such as this week, an article about a supercomputer named Anton that found a treatment for a deadly cancer, and a story on the science of a broken heart. Overall, the Leaps.org platform looks at innovations through the lens of rational optimism. You can find out what to be concerned about, but we also tell you which scientific breakthroughs are giving reason for excitement. Thanks for listening to the Friday Five, and have a great weekend.